Welcome to the St. Michael Fall podcast series. My name is Bob Johnston, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is gifted, identifying, developing, and practicing the gifts that God has given us. May we offer our gifts joyfully for the sake of the church and the world. The love of God has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew, 7th chapter, verses 22 to 29. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many deeds of power in your name? Then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Go away from me, you evildoers. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Now when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as their scribes. Here ends the reading. I grew up about 30 miles from the coast of Texas. We would frequently go to Port Aransas. There, I always enjoyed building sandcastles. I enjoyed making some really big, cool ones. And I enjoyed walking on the beach and seeing some of the artists build these huge, elaborate works of art. The details were just amazing. They would spend so many hours. But it was painful to watch as the day went on and the tide changed and slowly the tide would come for each castle. I imagine that many of you spent time building sandcastles the same way and watched them meet their same end. Jesus gives that kind of metaphor today as he contrasts the one who builds a house on sand and one who builds on a rock. And I want to think about that for our meditation. This passage comes at the end of the Sermon on the Mount. The Sermon on the Mount, of course, is a collection of sayings and teachings of Jesus found in the Gospel of Matthew in chapters 5, 6, and 7. Jesus preaches it relatively early in his ministry after he's been baptized by John the Baptist, finished his fasting and his time in the desert, and started to preach in Galilee. The sermon is the longest continuous discourse of Jesus found in the New Testament and has been one of the most widely quoted elements of the Gospels. It includes some of the best-known teachings of Jesus, such as the Beatitudes and the Lord's Prayer. Jesus has given this most profound teaching. At the end of it, he gives a call to action. The message translation, or, or really paraphrase, puts it this way. These words I speak to you are not incidental additions to your life, homeowner improvements to your standard of living. They are foundational words, words to build a life on. If you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who built his house on solid rock. Rain poured down, the river flooded, a tornado hit, 
but nothing moved that house. It was fixed to the rock. But if you just use my words in Bible studies and don't work them into your life, you're like a stupid carpenter who built his house on the sandy beach. When a storm rolled in and the waves came up, it collapsed like a house of cards. Those on the sand are like the sandcastles that we were imagining a few moments ago. In contrast, Jesus gives an image of something built on stone, on rock. And we know stone lasts. My namesake clan is Scottish, and I've been to where the clan had their castle near Lockerbie, Scotland, and they're still part of the castle standing. It's stone. It's rock. It lasts. Jesus, the carpenter, is driving that point home. He wants a huge contrast. If you want a rock-solid foundation, build on his teaching, his words of life, like those in the Sermon on the Mount. What is implicit in this story is that a storm is coming either way. We all face storms in life, straight up. Will we be on sand or on rock? Imagine as an illustration that someone you love, you or someone else, has cancer. You go to the oncologist who says, we're going to do radiation and chemo and this thing is beatable. The person hears that but decides to only do one of them. Wait, what? Would we do that? Would we listen to a respected expert and then not do it? Jesus has the words of life and he's overt. You want a rock solid foundation? Put them into action. Take up his words as a call to action and not just intellectual learning. Will we be an admirer of Jesus or a follower? Let us pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you for loving us and calling us on a journey, giving us the words of life, telling us how to build a foundation that will endure the storms of life and lead us to wholeness and eternity. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated to you. And then use us, we pray, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. <music>